Welcome to the Heal Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leona Allen, and I'm here to help you achieve more freedom in your health and your life. I'm the founder of Freedom Health Systems, and I've been a licensed chiropractor and wellness coach for over two decades. I've helped men, women, and children transform their lives by removing the physical, chemical, and emotional barriers to natural healing. Every week, I'll be taking you on a journey, a journey where you will discover the real truth behind what it takes to heal your mind, body, and soul. Allow me to be your guide as you travel this road to renewed health and a new life. It's time to make a deal with yourself to heal yourself. Please keep in mind that this podcast is for educational purposes only and not to be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. With that said, let's begin. Hello and welcome to the Heal Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leona Allen. It's summertime right now and I wasn't planning on publishing weekly like I was before. This is a very busy time of year for me. You know, I I have to work on the garden, work on the home. My kids are out of school. So over the summer, it's not going to be as regular as it was before. I have a lot of responsibilities and just so I don't get burnt out, I have to prioritize. And this is my season for doing what I need to do before it gets cold again. Okay. So anyway, enough about that, but I just wanted to share this topic because this couldn't wait. This is something that had just been announced Wednesday, June 21st, and I just couldn't sit on it because this is something that I have talked about for many, many years. I don't like the direction the world is going. I don't like the direction that our health is going. I don't like the direction that our minds are going. It's just getting out of control. And I try to be hopeful. I try to be positive. And even though people are starting to wake up and start to make better changes and better choices in their lives, I just see things getting worse instead of better because we're allowing the government, we're allowing the corporations to control our livelihood. And it has to stop. There's too much trust in these entities. It just seems like now more than ever, this world is anti-life, anti-health. And this episode is more of a, an alarm, you know, just really hoping to get your attention because we're in trouble people. We are in trouble. And if we don't get it together, there's going to be a point of no return. The Journey to Healing Food Shopping Guide is your resource to making healthier food choices next time you go to the grocery store. Grab your copy today at HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Healing starts in the kitchen. Begin your journey to healing today. Go to HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Once again, that's HealthyShoppingHabits.com. I've been in this field for 20 years and from where I'm standing, it has been getting worse instead of better. And like I said before, many of us are coming around and starting to make better decisions in regards to our health and our lives. But so much damage has already been done to our bodies, our minds, our families, our communities. And 
is getting to the point where we can't trust anything right now. We can't believe what we see. We can't believe what we hear. And now we can't trust or believe in what we're eating. The United States Department of Agriculture, the USDA, has approved the sale of lab-grown chicken in this country. Now, I'm not surprised. This is a country that supports genetically modified organisms. This is a country that has supported and developed ultra-processed foods, fast foods, chemicals in our food, colorings, preservatives, you name it. And now we're going to have lab grown chicken. Now this is just the beginning. It's going to be lab grown beef, eggs, whatever. It's going to get to the point where they're going to get rid of farms and seeds all together. Everything is going to be grown in the lab and it's going to get to the point where we will not be able to grow our own foods. It's getting to the point where everything that we eat is going to be manufactured or created in the lab. Do you hear me? Cause they make it sound super nice. Oh, it's sustainable and it's going to help with climate change. And we don't have to slaughter the animals and we don't have to use up water and land to feed the animals. Really? So let's talk about this. And I also want to know what you think. If you knew about this and your thoughts about this, but I know I'm going to share my two cents on this and just keep in mind that this is for educational purposes only. This is from my point of view, from my clinical experience, from my personal experience. So just hear me out because I know there's people that may support this because I've seen people that say, Hey, as long as it tastes like chicken, it's fine with me. As long as I can afford it, it's fine with me. There's people out there that don't care where their food comes from and there's people that do care. I'm a big supporter of sustainable farming. I'm a big supporter of being able to grow our own foods. I'm a big supporter of nature and things being created the way the most high God has designed it to be. All right. So first let's get an understanding of lab grown chicken. The USDA actually approved for two Bay Area-based food technology companies. Their names are Good Meat and Upside Foods. And these two companies have received approval to sell chicken grown from cells in a lab. Lab-grown chicken is also known as cell-cultivated chicken. And what they do is they grow stem cells in a laboratory bioreactor, it is done this way instead of raising them on a farm. Do you hear what I'm saying? They're growing cells, stem cells. And what they do is they use these cells to create the meat in the lab. Now, some of you might say, oh, that doesn't sound too bad. It's sustainable. You don't have to slaughter the animals. And that's how they market it. You know, they market it as something that's sustainable and it's reducing cruelty to the animals and it's conserving land and water and it's fighting climate change. That's how they're marketing it in the name of climate change. I'm not surprised. I knew it was just a matter of time, but the fact that it's actually happening and they always make it seem like the best thing. 
They made GMOs seem like this amazing thing. Artificial sweeteners seem like the amazing thing. All right. So just understand that when all this stuff comes out, it sounds great. But when you go against nature, there's usually a cost to all that. So what's happening is they're interfering with nature. Think about it. When you grow chicken sustainably, it doesn't take much space. It doesn't take much energy, but they're making it sound like this is the answer to our problems. But naturally sustainably raised chicken isn't the problem. It's the modern farming techniques. That's the problem but they're not going to tell you that story. They're going to make it seem like it's the natural organic farmers that are causing the problem. And my concern is that they're going to start attacking these small farmers that are growing chicken the right way, the healthy way. Because I will tell you right now, I will not touch this lab grown chicken with a 10 foot pole. And if it gets to the point where chicken is no longer available or they're going to make it hard to get or extremely expensive, I see that happening too. I won't eat it. But back to my point, just understand that they are making this new technology sound good because of the reducing the carbon footprint and not slaughtering animals and climate change and yada, yada, yada. They want to just avoid all these quote unquote ethical concerns of the modern food industry. This is the answer to all our problems that we created. They created these problems and now they're creating a new problem to fix a problem that they created. And like I said, I am not surprised, but I need to share this with my listeners so you can understand that this is not good. And before you know it, just about everything you eat is going to be created in a lab and we're no longer going to have control of what we put in our bodies. We are no longer going to be able to grow our food. I believe there's power in being able to produce our own food or support someone that does. So all this about the gas emissions and carbon emissions or whatever these terms they use, this is their story. I don't trust it. And they'll say it's still chicken because it's from the chicken cell. But by the time they butcher it and inject it and, and engineer it or whatever, it is not recognizable as food. Our bodies aren't designed for technological food. It's not designed that our bodies know nature. So the closer that we live with nature and eat our foods based on nature, the better we are. But when you start venturing out to these synthetic foods and things that aren't natural, it's going to create more problems. So I, I just can see right now, if this becomes mainstream, it is going to be a problem. So what I did was I did a little research Uh, The two companies, like I said before, was Good Meat and Upside Foods. Those are the two companies. And I'll try to remember to put some links to these companies in the show notes so you can see for yourself what they represent and what they're trying to do. Good Meat launched this lab-based meat in Singapore in 2020. 
And Singapore was the first country to approve the cell cultivated meat. And now here we are with the United States becoming the second. And they're believing because the United States has such a big influence on how the world reacts, people will follow. So they are really wanting to take this worldwide. They are marketing this as an emerging technology. They're marketing this as the best thing since sliced bread. And they're saying that this is a technology that's going to aim to create sustainable and cruelty-free alternatives to conventional animal agriculture. This is why I do what I do in the podcast. I focus on the truth. So if you understand how things naturally happen, if you understand what health is, then you will understand what health is not. If you understand the truth, you will recognize a lie. So just try to understand that all these new things are going to pop into our lives. But if you have a foundation of what's right, because nature doesn't change, the foundation of health and what it is does not change. I've been doing this, studying this for maybe 30 years, but I've been practicing this professionally for 20. And the core concepts that I teach and coach my clients have not changed. So people that know me and work with me know how passionate I am about understanding the foundation. And when things like this happen, when you get the new thing that's introduced, You can look at it and say, that ain't right. But if you're someone that trusts everything you see and hear, you're going to get confused. I encourage you to subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to this podcast. Make sure you're following me because this episode and in future episodes, I'm going to try to keep you up to date on a lot of these things that are happening and bring it back down to whether it fits into our core foundation of health or not. Does it fit into nature or not? Does it fit into how our bodies are designed? Does that fit? Yes or no? Because think about it. These cell grown meats are growing in bioreactors. And I believe these are huge stainless steel tanks or something. I saw some pictures and they have these huge manufacturing plants with these huge steel tanks. All right. So think about this. If you wanted to grow your own meat and you have to rely on this stainless steel tanks to do that, would that be possible? No, it wouldn't. But if you were a sustainable farmer and you had some chickens and a way to grow them and um, use them for eggs or meat, that's very sustainable. There's people with backyard chickens. It's very doable. But this way, it has to be done by the corporations. So what happens is they are going to have control of the meat industry. And there's going to be a point where you will no longer have access to naturally raised meat, whether it's done by yourself or done by a sustainable organic farmer. This is what I want you to get because whoever controls the food control the people and little by little, they are taking over control of our food. They're trying to tell us what to eat, what not to eat 
what to buy and what not to buy. And you know how they do that? By price. So they make the convenient toxic foods affordable while they make the healthier organic foods expensive. So that's why a lot of people don't eat the food that is raised the way it's supposed to be raised. And now we are so busy, so occupied, so distracted. A lot of us choose not to grow our own food. We have depended on the grocery stores. We have depended on the manufacturing companies to provide our foods. But if they flip the switch and turn it off and we can't have access, what are you going to do? That's what they want. That's how they control us. There are people out there that are growing foods. There are people out there that are sustainable, but I wouldn't say it's the majority. I would say the majority of us who are not aware of what is happening are going to be in trouble and you're going to be controlled by this direction that food production is going into. And it is very sad. And that's why I had to bring out this message today. You need to understand this. And some other things that I notice here, this is what they do. And this is how they get you. They're saying that these lab, these cell cultivated meats say it doesn't require antibiotics. And what they're doing is they're cultivating the meat that involves the isolating tissue samples from living animals and then growing their cells by feeding a mix of nutrients to animal cells. So what they're doing is they're saying, this will be safe. This will be controlled. We won't need to put in antibiotics. It'll be clean. So I went to goodmeat.co and I just pulled up their site now and they make it look so inviting. I'm just on their homepage and they're saying this is good meat and good meat is real meat made without tearing down a forest or taking a life. Listen, with organic, sustainable farming, you don't have to tear down a forest. It's modern food production that is tearing down the forest not sustainable organic farming. So understand that. Actually with organic sustainable farming, the land is being reused, is being recycled, is being re-nourished. But with modern farming techniques, the land is being destroyed. So because they're destroying the land, because they're destroying the water supply, this is their solution to destruction. That's what they're doing. That's the story. That's what's happening. So they're not telling you the truth. And look at this. And this is what else good meat says. Meat without harm. And what else? Meat without limits and changing the way we eat meat. And they got this website saying it's delicious and taste the world's first to market cultivated chicken available at Hoover's butchery. So, you know, they got all these things and they got these great pictures and it looks tasty. It might even taste tasty, but we got to eat to live. It's not about taste and look. Is this going to nourish our body? 
So again, they are creating another mistake because of the mistake of modern farming. And this is what I've been talking about decade after decade, that this modern farming technique is making us sick. And these are the same people that are creating this new technology and I don't trust it. Let me go to the upsidefoods.com. And here it is, delicious meat grown directly from animal cells. Meet the new meat right on their homepage. Just check this out. What else are they saying? You know, they're excited that it's approved for sale. And again, they're saying it's delicious, humane and safe. And they're saying here it's science, but not rocket science. And underneath that, they say cultivated meat is meat grown directly from animal cells. Rather than raising a whole animal, we grow only the meat we want to eat. Hmm. You know, remember we had a chicken egg shortage and all this stuff. So maybe they were buying all the eggs to storehouse all these cells. That's probably what was going on. They're trying to take control of the natural foods for their sick science. I'm on this other site, bbc.com, and they were talking about Singapore approves lab-grown chicken meat. So I looked at this site, and uh, this was in 2020. And let me see. Mm -mm -mm. On this site, you know, I see chicken nuggets. So, you know, they look, they look like chicken nuggets. Okay. But it's not about look and appearance and taste. It's about health. Okay. And we'll tell after many years, the, you know, we've seen what fast food and processed food has done to the body over time. And it's only a matter of time where we're going to see the negative impacts of this. They're saying it's sustainable and all this stuff. But I'm thinking about these tanks and all this stuff that they're using to produce this lab grown meat. And they're talking about it saves the environment, but it still requires a lot of energy, electricity and resources to run these tanks. You know, I would assume that. Right. So how is this saving the environment? You know, make it make sense. But um, let me just read a little bit of this article. Again, this is bbc.com and I'll leave my sources in the show notes, but I'll read a little bit of this. Singapore has given regulatory approval for the world's first clean meat that does not come from slaughtered animals. The decision pays the way for San Francisco based startup Eat Just to sell lab grown chicken meat. The meat will initially be used in nuggets, but the company hasn't said when they will become available. Again, this was written in 2020. Demand for alternatives to regular meat has surged due to consumer concerns about health, animal welfare, and the environment. According to Barclays, the market for meat alternatives could be worth $140 billion within the next decade, or about 10% of the one4 trillion global meat industry. Yeah. So again, they're looking at the dollar. All right. So at the end of the day, it's about the dollar, not about the environment, not about our health and not about animal welfare. 
It's about dollar signs. Let me keep going. Let me just go ahead and finish this first paragraph. Plant-based meat options such as Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods are increasingly found on supermarket shelves and restaurant menus. And yes, I have talked about those two. I call that fake meat. Plant-based does not mean healthy. Stay away from them. It's not real food. So this Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods, look at the ingredients. There's nothing healthy about it. They're plant-based because they're made in plants manufacturing plants. Okay. You cannot make a beyond meat or impossible food burger in your kitchen. You can't grow it. You can't raise it. Therefore it is not sustainable. So you can make a veggie burger. All right. I've made kidney bean burgers and I've made mushroom burgers. That's different, but the beyond meat and the impossible burgers, I can tell you aren't made from mushrooms and kidney beans and things like that. Just wanted to let you know that. And it says, but Eat Just Products is different because it's not plant-based, but instead grown from animal muscle cells in the labs. And they say this is a breakthrough for the global food industry and hopes other countries will now follow suit. I hope that does not happen because then we're just all going to be in trouble. Oh my goodness, what else? Over the last decade, dozens of startups have attempted to bring cultured meat to the market, hoping to win over conventional meat eaters with the promise of a more ethical product. Oh, how sweet. Let's do it for the ethics. (laughs) I ain't falling for it. I ain't falling for it. Ooh, and guess who's behind this? Bill Gates, he has backed Memphis Meats. And, um, but it says here, two of the largest of the Israel-based future meat technologies and the Bill Gates-backed Memphis Meats, which are both trying to enter the market with affordable and tasty lab-grown meats. Yeah, this is just the beginning. They're going to add more and more to this chicken, and then it's going to go to fish and everything else. All right. So again, I'll leave this link to the article and you can read this whole thing, but I just wanted to kind of share my thoughts on this. It's just not good. And, uh, we need to get it together. Oh yeah. I know what I wanted to show you. Let me share one more thing with you. So this one, I went to fda.gov. You know, of course, FDA approved all this and there's a letter and I haven't read the whole thing. I just want to make a note of it. I'll try to leave a link to this as well, but it's a pre-market notice for integral tissue cultured poultry meat. They go through this whole submission process and this was dated 1st of October, 2021. This is a process overview. So it looks like the first step is cell banking. They isolate the cells from healthy animal tissue. Let's put the quotes on healthy because we already know what they're doing to the animals with the hormones and all that stuff and what they're feeding them. Okay. They don't feed these animals their natural diet. And I doubt that they're going to start. So their definition of healthy is questionable. 
but they isolate the cells and then they are cryopreserved. So now they have to keep this stuff in a freezer. Cell lines are screened for desirable traits, desirable traits. So now they're looking at the cell lines and they're screening them. So they're going to say, okay, we're going to manipulate the cells and we're going to choose what's desirable. And then in some instances, genetic amendments are employed to produce consistent and safe products. Meat production cell bank is prepared, tested, and characterized, and the cell line is now ready for meat production. So that's the cell banking part. Then after that, there's meat production. So what this company says is our proprietary media is used in both suspension and tissue phases of production. And in the picture, there's literally some test tube stuff going on and these steel tanks and all that stuff. So this is requiring freezers, it's requiring steel tanks, all these tubes and oh gosh, if you make sure you go to this site just so you can see these pictures and diagrams, but that's the media composition. And then after the suspension of the tissue, then the cell bank vial is grown in suspension medium using repeated subcultivation to generate cell mass to initiate the tissue production stage. Cells are moved to tissue cultivation vessels, allowing differentiation and proliferation into tissue. At full growth, meat is removed, de-wetted, and stored. So pretty much in my mind, I just see all these cells being grown in a Petri dish until it looks like some kind of meat. And then the product is tested and ready for further food processing. I'm going to leave it there. Just keep your eye out for this. It's not in stores yet. The companies are going to start selling their product to high end restaurants. That's disappointing to me as well, because I don't eat fast food. When I do go out to eat, I do like to go to more higher end restaurants because I thought they would be providing better quality food, but it looks like that that's where they're going to start is in these high end restaurants. So it's not widely available right away, but we got to be aware. We have to start asking questions and start asking where our food comes from. But right now it is not in stores but uh, be careful where you eat. And I'm getting to the point where I'm just gonna continue to support my local farmers as long as I can. We gotta support our farmers because they are going to try to make it harder to get this stuff naturally. Right now, trying to be healthy, trying to get natural foods is a challenge. It is challenging financially. It is challenging to find it. We have to really seek out this stuff. And, um, it, and it is harder. It's like when I'm coaching clients, I have to tell them up front, if this is the path you want to take, you got to become a different person. You got to be diligent. You got to be bold. You got to be strong and be willing to go against the grain to achieve better health in our lives because society is not going to support it. If anything, society wants you sick. 
Society wants you depending on their foods. They want you dependent on their medications. So we got to fight to be healthy. I'm an advocate for that. So let's stand up. Let's fight for what's right. And until next time, you go out there and achieve more freedom in your health and your life. Take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, seal the deal to heal by leaving a review, subscribing to the podcast and sharing with a friend. Thanks again. And we'll continue the journey next week.